up, everybody? You have a good night. fairly uneventful not much going on this week yeah. not as cool as last week that's for sure just a lot of traffic and uh i'm selling i might be selling a house here soon oh really yeah doing it eh yeah it's right around the corner actually huh just got a oh no not my house this is for real estate. Oh, selling somebody selling, else's house. Selling a house, not your house. Yeah, no. Yeah, I did bust through my basement wall uh, by mistake. That was. I'm not the handiest of guys. Something else. 
but I was just trying to follow rules, and I did this for about four days, and then finally one of the customers at this place I went to came down, flipped out on me, and told me she's already called on me four times, and I tried explaining to this person, like, look, you know, this this person that runs this place that, you know, you're staying in doesn't want me to do this, despite what you know, it says for me to do, and I apologize, and, oh, they don't know what the fuck they're doing, and they don't know what's going on, and, ah, they don't know what's best for me, and with how my job works, if you get multiple infractions, uh, you know, you, you get in trouble, well, it got to the point where I was going to this place and calling back to headquarters, like, hey, what do you guys want me to do in this situation? Because they're telling me one thing, and I don't want to get in trouble for not doing what this is telling me to do. And they're just, they don't know what's going on, so I just try to make the best of it and sneak in and do my thing. And lo and behold, a week later, going to work, like I said, Monday, and I get written up for these infractions. So I was like, okay, cool, whatever, that sucks. You guys knew about this. Why is this a thing? Like, I called you guys all the time. Why is this a thing? They had, they had nothing they could say to me. So it's like, okay, so I go home. And I had to retake this course, whatever. It was bullshit. It was pretty silly. But whatever, did it. Going Tuesday to work. Dude's looking at me like, did you not read the email? email I did that link you told me to do and you know I did it and I'm thorough that's how I do it so yeah I'm here today he's like read, read the email Fuck. open up the email blah blah blah, blah. four day mandatory suspension oh like, man dude like, I can't I can barely even miss a day with how life is right now with everything going on uh, and now it's just like well I already missed last Thursday Cool, thank you for that. Flexing your muscle, just being, just being a bitch. Uh, when it's been, it's been a very simple mountain, confrontational thing. It just blows up into another five days of suspension. That's ridiculous, uh, man. But it just gets worse. So, so here I am, trying to make the best of my suspension. Just hanging out at the house. Try not to think about it, but you know, how can you not think about something like this, man? This is a pretty, pretty big thing. Like, I'm living on my own in this big house. It's, uh, it's not cheap. Uh, so, you know, trying to make the best of it, whatever. And then I get this call, like, uh, I was told weeks, weeks back that there's going to be co- people coming to my house that I'm renting currently to look at it because the owner wants to sell it. Well, I asked the guy, hey, that's cool. What does that mean for me? He's like, you can still rent it. Don't worry. You can renew your lease. He's like, okay, cool. Nothing to worry about. Flash forward to, you know, Wednesday. These people call me. They want to do a showing. He's like, fine. Come in the house. Lady and her son's cool, whatever. Just being very nice, like, hey, this is what's cool about this place, this is what really sucks about it, it's probably gonna be new, blah, 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 and then it just hit me, it's like, you know, I had this feeling, and I'm just gonna ask, so at the end of everything, it's like, hey, so when you, if you buy this house, are you still going to rent it out, or are you planning on moving in for yourself, like, oh, we're gonna move in, 
it's like, oh, oh yeah, okay, all right, cool. Oh, no, yeah, you're gonna love it here. The neighbors are cool. Blah blah blah. Uh, so then, <laughs> as soon as they left, I called immediately my rental company, and they're like, uh, hello, I'm like hello. So, why was I told when this sold? I could renew my lease. People tell me they're about to move in. My lease is up in May. So it's like, so do I need to find somewhere new to go? Do you know if they made an offer? Uh, no. I did hear, though, uh, the lady talking to the realtor. And, you know, though there's other houses, you know, but the guy wants to be there. You know, when you go through it, it's just kind of like this situation. So I know she was going to go look at a couple more. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, it just caught me off guard and it freaked me out. So so when I came to the company with this, they were just like, uh, yeah, we don't know what to tell you. We don't know. It's like, I have to talk to my boss right. tomorrow. I was like, okay, cool. I'll but, be home. <laughs> well, they have to honor your lease, so. I would hope so. Yeah, so you have at least until that's up well, to figure something out. But then, you know, flash forward to the next day, didn't hear anything, it's getting late in the afternoon, and I'm just sitting here just stewing, like, what do I, what's gonna happen now? Like, this week is just not gonna get any better, like, I can't assume that it's gonna get better now. So they don't call me, so I reach out to them, and I'm just like, look, you know, I'm going to assume that in May, my lease is up, that the house is going to sell, so I'm just going to start looking for somewhere else to stay. And man, it's like, I've been here for a year. I'm finally getting settled in. It's so, it's so nice. Got my little things I like to do. Lay by the heater, watch the TV. Like, I don't know. And this is a pretty cool place. Like, if it became illegal to grow here, this would be one of the best houses for that. And aside with it, you know, for music, got the studio up here. Just, it, it's perfect for just about everything for me and what I needed to do and be. Having a garage, awesome. But it's like, man, I had plans to stay here for at least like three or four years. Yeah, I, was, I was ready for the long haul. This was a great place. And it just, it just getting shit on left and right. So yeah, the housing people don't know what the fuck's going on. No one knows what's happening. And it's, it's, been, uh, it's been a crazy week for me. Yeah, best <laughs> case scenario, you get somebody who wants to keep it as a rental. And then you can deal with them. So. Yeah, I uh, I looked online and saw my house was on the market like ninety four thousand. Like damn. Yeah. Ain't that about a bitch. Seems about right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's never any water damage. Like, I mean, it could rain like crazy. And it doesn't leak. It's, it's pretty solid, but still. God, man, this is. Uh, and moving sucks. Moving is the worst. Yeah. It's, it's so bad. And, and especially like with all the stuff I got, I got at least a full house worth of stuff. It's just in the studio alone that just, just I really don't look forward to it. And it's just like so close. It's right around the corner. It's like three months, not even. So my week's been a bit of a bitch, bitch slap months, basically. Yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, that could go, that could go a lot of ways. That's uh, that's tough. But yeah, and I can't believe your work's doing that to you. That that's bullshit. I just, 
It was such a simple thing. It's like, hey, take, take me out of this threat. Very easy. It's the future. It's on computers. I'm sure it's just like, click, click, done. But to just turn it into something like, hey, can you do this for me? It'd be really nice. To, hey, you're not going to have a job if you say another word. Like, what? I just, uh... Yeah, I mean, for somebody to just come in like that and then just start making making group text messages and when did when did she send that like it was like the middle of the night or what well no well no it's just it's not when she sent it it's just what they were about and what she claimed that they were it was just it was like hey and you know we have set schedules so everybody's supposed to work at this time all the time the same time so cool but you know our our start time did change it went from like 9 30 to 9 15 whatever cool but she was claiming that these messages she sent out uh were to help and better the company which right away it's like so you firing me for you know asking you to take me out of this is helping the company you know someone that you could, is reliable always on time never miss a day never ever calls off so it's like right there it's just like you're full of shit but secondly it's like okay let's break the let's break these texts down okay the hey we started this time now i get it it's cool you want to send that to people Put, we, we you can send you can make groups in this this work texting app or uh you can do it just general where everybody will see it so it's like cool hey you want to put that our work time change put it in the general for everybody i get it it's fine so but when you have a group for every day of the week and when that day hits it's not even the day before it's like the day of it's like hey guys we work monday you work monday we'll see you monday be there monday what is this so you know i didn't say anything the first day maybe i did maybe i was like what is this and then you know tuesday rolls around I was like hey guys they work on tuesday you work tuesday make sure you're here tuesday we'll see you on tuesday like what is this and why is this you think something like that they'd they'd say something at work like hey we got this new system we're doing and we want to just give you a heads up so you know what it is well her her reasoning behind uh, doing the weekly daily texts like that is to remind people that they work and to be here and my argument to that being a manager before and having experience with things it's like look those are the people you want to weed out of the business you don't want to help these people that just don't care to come in like what you're not doing any favors for anybody in fact that's, maybe you can see it as hurting the company and you're just keeping these idiots that might have forgotten or just don't care enough to know the exact day every week that they're supposed to work so it's just like she got mad and just flipped out wasting everybody's time <laughs> she just took it as me being hostile towards her and it's like hey look it might be better if you don't send these for those people because if you can't be adults enough to remember you were the same day every week the same times every week just like and but they, I told her specifically, it's like, look, you are making me feel like you think I'm an idiot. And it's like, that's making me feel like a piece of shit. So just take me out of this. Oh, no, you won't. Oh, you're going to specifically said, I'm going to keep you in these. It's like, wow. Yeah, just vindictive. Like, 
done, over with, moved on, everybody's still good with each other. She just wants everybody to know that she has this power and she's using it for, as an example. Yeah. And it just sucks because, you know, it's weird in, in life that I chose this job to kind of be so work-oriented, like, just all about it. You know, I've, I've had other jobs and you call off, you don't really give a shit, but it's like I'm getting older and, you know, the pay's pretty decent for what it is. And it's like, you know, I don't want to lose the job and I, so, you know, never called off, just... Always there, just I don't know. Working I hard. Gave a shit, yeah, you know. And then it figures that this is the crazy shit that happens when you do that. They, and then they don't see it. I, I mean, I worked for places like that before. When I was managing, they they passed me up for like three promotions and gave them to people. And they'd just come up to me and be like, hey, how do you work the computer? And it's like, how do you have your job? Yeah. Like, what do you mean, how do you work the computer? You you were hired three months before me. And and now you are, you have a solid manager position and I'm still looking for one. Okay, cool. Well, what's crazy is I also reached out because when you have a problem with like, HR, like, who do you go to? There was really no one. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't reach out to anybody. Who's the HR for HR? The company I work for works for a whole other company. It's just like, I can't even go to that company. So it's like, I reached out to the owner because I didn't know what else to do. And the craziest part was, like, he sided with this HR person. And I was like, how can, like, can I even tell him, like, go back and read. Read everything. It's like, I, it'll be there. Sided with her, and I didn't understand until I looked back at my conversation with this HR person, and all of her threats and all of the things that were pretty negative that an HR person shouldn't say to an employee. All of it was gone. It was just, all you saw was my stuff. And eventually, like I didn't start off hostile. I was very decent about it. It was just I mean, it was there was nothing. It's like, hey, can you just take me out of it? So it started from that to me. At one point, getting kind of fed up with this power trip bullshit, being like, well, hey, if you ask me, you're sending me these nonsense texts because you're running out of stuff to do over there. <laughs> and, you know, I could have been way worse about it. There's a lot I wanted to say, but, you know, I kind of kept it light. But, you know, that's all that this owner is reading. So... They'll see. That they'll they'll come to their senses, you know? I mean, it'll be, it'll be too late for you, but eventually they're going to notice, like... Okay, this person seems to be more of the problem than the five people we've had to fire because of this person. I mean, the problem with it is that we're a dime a dozen, and they could just fire all six of us and hire six other people, and just when they get to be, you know, whatever, an issue, or just just even on their radar and they don't want to deal with it, so yeah, we'll get rid of them, we'll get five more people, like... They can just keep going through people. It's just it's such a big company and so fast paced, and a lot of people quit on their own anyway. But I mean, it's just I see them just that just be better. It's like oh, he's a thorn in my side. I'd rather not deal with this anymore. Let's get rid of him. Get rid of her. I mean, eventually you're gonna run out of people willing to do that menial labor <sighs> stuff. I don't know, man. Or you're gonna get a reputation as a company that just goes through employees like paper well that's the thing like nobody really knows that these companies work for this main company everybody thinks it's that company but uh it's a it's not it's several different little groups 
doing this stuff for the big company, but they had the big company's logo all over everything, so it's like you really wouldn't know. Huh. Yeah, so that's that's the other part of it, so... Well, that big company gets a bad name, too, from what I hear, so... Well, yeah. Fucking companies. Oh, the corporate machine. It's just, it's just so bizarre, man. And it sucks because there's these other, you know, other people that are really good people that I'd like to work for, and they're they're a growing business. They they got their story is pretty pretty inspiring, and uh, I would love to help them out. Like I got skills that they're looking for that they could really use. Like I'm a I'm a born leader, but it's just the pay isn't there. And like I said, they're still so fresh, and it's just like I I really can't as much as I would love to. And that's the thing that sucks because they're good people. They're great. I know they take care of me. They already have with what else I've been doing for them. But it's just, like, man, it is, and that's how companies like the one I work for kind of keep people. And It's just, it's rough. It's a rough world, man. Yeah, you can't compete with those big conglomerates, those huge companies with all their money to throw around. No, and then they, they lobby for laws that are in their favor that seems to be helping out the little guy too but in the long run the little guy ends up working for the big guy yeah I figured out that I could actually if I just had a little bit of money do it myself and just but you have to have so many things to get started it's like I don't know if I can get that many maybe two but it'd be nice to kind of be like one of the businesses that work for them right right myself I think you only need four vehicles at the very least to get started with that and then you're like you're in and with what I hear that those dudes get paid per delivery or whatever they do (laughs) uh, it's some pretty big money and it would be smart to be one of those guys yeah I mean takes money to make money Joke. Yeah, it does. On a positive note, though. I yeah, did, let's. I did. I did do some things with this time. Finally, did, making some big decisions. One of them, I'm still trying to figure out. A, which I don't know is good or not, but thinking about moving to Michigan on this move. Like, I'm gonna have to move. Why not? Um, You've been wanting to do that. Yeah, dude, it'd be nice to grow some weed, a plant, and not have to worry about like doors getting kicked in and just. I think you still have to worry about doors getting kicked in because of the feds, so. Uh, just like you saw it, we went to the, me, me and him went to this High Times event. It was, oh, yeah. That it was, was awesome. awesome. And we're in this, like, 20-mile-long line, and you see these dudes walking past cops with boxes, just the plants, just like, you just see these plants, like, waving around, and they're just... Yeah, that's the locals, though. Pro- well, that's what I mean. Like, if I lived out there... <laughs> yeah, that was pretty that. awesome. And that's what I mean. It'd be nice to have I swear somebody handed a police officer a joint too, if I remember. Sure correctly. they did. There's high times event. It's legal out there. You can grow it. It's insane. But it would just be nice. I, I, I feel like I would really love doing something like that. Yeah. <laughs> but so, so that's kind of a big decision. But on the other hand, it's like if I can. If I can find a place, whether it's rent to own or just like a house like this one, um, I went recently and just got my school transcripts. And I I haven't had my diploma for so long from constantly moving around, and I just lost it. So I got I got my school diploma back, I got my transcripts, and I think I'm going to go to the pipefitters union and maybe 
you know, try to get paid like 50 something dollars an hour in five years. So, okay. So, yeah, so I just got all that. So we'll see what happens. If I stick around, I'm definitely going to do that. You got some uh, irons in the coals. It's a... Uh, you got to stay positive throughout this, man. It can't. It's not gonna. They're not gonna come down on you too hard with the at work. I don't think. Um, well, it's just you get through the suspension. Who knows? Maybe you're back on your feet. And another positive thing is, whoever purchases this home could. It might not be that those people who want to move in. Could be somebody willing to rent it out to you. Absolutely. So, I mean, yeah, there are negative aspects to what's going on, but also you got to look at the bright side because it might not go that way. And, I mean, living in Michigan's probably sweet if you want to grow, but uh, you wouldn't be around your dudes, man. You wouldn't have your boys in town. And here's the thing that I was thinking about that too. Like that would definitely really suck. Like you guys are my bros, my family. Like I'm, I'm pretty close with all of the people that are my friends. You know, um, trust a lot of you guys in my house. If I'm not here, just doing whatever. I got one of my friends downstairs right now, probably spilling pizza sauce on my carpet. But. That's just how we roll around here. I think he's sleeping. Yeah, well, that's what I mean. He's probably <laughs> taking a bite of pizza, passed out, just hit his face, rolled down, <laughs> rolling. It's probably on the carpet, and he rolled on it like seven times by now. And just so I'm sure I'll be cleaning that up. I mean, it's 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 funny because like earlier today when when John was over, or whatever, like Dane's pulled the same shit he always did, just start choking me out. We started wrestling and just spill <laughs> pop everywhere. It's like man. Some shit just does not change. Oh, man. But yeah, just I pop all over my couch and all on the floor, and I'm trying to clean it up. He's still trying to choke me out. He's got to do his UFC moves, man. Yeah, he's pent up, you know. I just, just got that pent up. Just needs to choke a motherfucker out at some point. <laughs> so that's how he rolls. But we're family. That's what we do. We choke each other out when the other person absolutely wants nothing to do with that. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, man. Reminiscing, and I, I totally Constantly forgot happens. what we were even talking about now. So I'm pretty froed at the moment. Did the fattest gurgle before the show. Fat gurgle. Fat gurgle. Um, but talking about some crazy stuff, I guess. I was just reminiscing how I was helping my buddy that he, Dane. I was helping him move one of his boss's stuff. And, you know, going through school growing up, you hear about the KKK and just... Oh, shit. <laughs> all this terrible stuff that happened in the past. And it's one thing to hear about it and see all these videos and stuff, but it's it's another thing to actually see it in front of your face. And I remember just going to his house and it was... Like, this guy had some money. Like, I guess it was Dane's boss at some point, whatever. Uh, I probably shouldn't even say name. Allegedly... A person I know is boss. Uh, <laughs> I don't think... I mean, Dane's not guilty by association. Well, I know, but if for some reason that guy ever watches and sees him on here and they're like, oh, oh yeah, that's ah! true. I mean, I don't know. I don't know, yeah, how, I don't that know how that works. I don't know all the rules of these streaming things. But, yeah, that's crazy. I've never... I've, I mean... Dude, we pulled down some boxes. Never met some KKK people. All this, like... 
Nazi memorabilia and just like real outfits and suits. And then you just see like the white hood and just like the KKK robe. It was and it was this guy's. Uh, oh yeah, it was his. And, us, and his, holy his, shit! His father was also big into it. And what's weird is this guy had some little kids, and you just you look at the guy interacting with his family, and you would never think that this guy hates so much. But when you pull down a box and you feel this outfit, and then I'm afraid, like, uh oh, am I an accessory to maybe murder now because I touched this hood? <laughs> like, it really scared me, and just seeing all this stuff. It's like I was kind of nervous being there. It was like one of the few times I've ever been like, man, I'm kind of glad I'm white right now because this is the scariest <laughs> thing I have ever seen in person. Bigots make everybody nervous. But but seeing like the Nazi uniform and just like just touching the, the medals and the things that were on the front pocket and shit, just like, dude, this is real. This is... This is the craziest stuff ever. <laughs> oh my god! Like, is this guy gonna kill me? I don't know. It no, you're pretty scary. You're you're safe. It's yeah, everybody and, else that's gotta worry. And what's weird is, you know, you expect someone like that to just really, I guess, kind of not give a fuck or me anyway. And he, you know, I have a foul mouth, that, which I need to apologize for. The first video is kind of. I've had some stuff going on, so I was dropping a lot of F-bombs, we've, curse words. and We've swore four times this episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I forgot what I was, what was I just saying. I don't know. Something about some oh, racist oh, guy. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So the weird <laughs> part was, you know, seeing this guy, you'd think he'd just be like a crude, just like not hold anything back and just like black people and Jews and blah, blah, blah. But this guy like barely ever swore. He was very well spoken. He is very intelligent, man. And it's just like, those are the scariest kind of dudes. Because it's like, what are you planning in that head? Why aren't you being what I assume these people are like? This is. I mean, they have to be secretive. If they weren't secretive, they wouldn't be wearing masks, right? I guess you get a point. But, you know, it just it doesn't even seem like that dude hated anybody. It just seemed like a pretty decent, like, upstanding... Maybe it was like he used to feel that way, but then, like the guy in American History X, he was raped in prison by his own kind, and then then the black guys saved him, and so he liked black guys now. Oh, do you think he would keep all that stuff still, though? If you wanted nothing to do with that kind of life or anything, and your father was big into it, too... Don't you think you just like well, maybe distance yourself from all of that stuff as much as possible, like burn yeah. it or throw it away or sell it? I mean, maybe not. If, I don't know. Maybe if it was my dad's, I wouldn't. Cause like, oh man, and your dad dies, you got that. This is the unfortunately the only thing I have left of my father is his KKK uniform and his Nazi <laughs> uniform. His Nazi paraphernalia. This Sorry. dude has a shit ton of guns too, and like. This is old old guns and old swords and like guns with bayonets and shit. So I'm guessing it's whoever owned that. Nazi I don't think before. the two. I don't, I don't think they're mutually exclusive. I think like, I don't think everybody who has guns is, is also has racist memorabilia. Uh, well, 
well, it could have been his father's from the war. Yeah. He kept all of his old stuff and outfit. I don't know, man, but it was just, it caught me off guard. It would, I would have been caught off guard, too. I would have not wanted to help very much anymore. It just, been like, uh, and on top of it, it's like, has this guy really killed people? Am I talking to a dude that's taken people's lives before? I don't know. He's definitely been involved. It's like, is, if he knows I saw this stuff, is he going to kill me for knowing and maybe telling people? Has like, he burned a cross in front of someone's house? <laughs> not, I know he builds houses and garages for people. Then he knows how to maybe, build crosses. Yeah. So maybe maybe that's where he got into it. Not that it's hard, though. He built like a, a wooden cross one day and burned it. Like, hey, I could build shit. Look we could that. build. Oh, look at that. kind of looks like a house. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm just, it was a really bizarre just thing to see. And I was definitely way younger. And uh, it's just a, a new kind of fear. It was. It was I've known bizarre. bigots and just racists in general, but never any that had a box of KKK memorabilia. Well, Can we say saw, that? Are we allowed I, to say KKK? I, don't, I feel I don't like know. we shouldn't even like promote that. But all I saw of that was just like the robe, like the hood and the robe, and then everything else was just Nazi. That's everything. crazy. And even one of the weapons, I'm pretty sure, one of the swords, like that had like a metal thing around the hands, just had like you know uh, swastikas and stuff on it. It was, it was kind of scary, man. He had a Nazi <laughs> fist. I don't know. I'm just making that up. I don't know what it's called either. <laughs> but you know, you see the stuff in the books, and it's like, yeah, that happened. It's, it's terrible. Like, but when you see these things in front of you that may have been warned to commit some of those things you saw in the books, which is just atrocious. It's. Uh, it's I really, at this point, I feel like this whole conversation is gonna get us kicked <laughs> off of like every service. Maybe. Like uh, these guys are talking about. Nazis. Just being real, just talking about my experiences in life. Clans people. I can talk about how I drank a bunch of moonshine, a three-liter jug. Holy crap! Somehow didn't die. Definitely, eventually puked a whole bunch. I'm but surprised you, you still have your vision. I went on a, a razor scooter around Parma, completely naked around a couple blocks. We can talk about that. <laughs> I don't remember that. Oh, you weren't there for that. This is at one of my buddy Dave's house in Parma. And that's actually coincidentally where I was raped as well. And you were raped? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, that's another crazy story. By, by a man, no. I take it? Well, she kind of, <laughs> you know... Uh, I don't have the highest of standards, one could say, sometimes. Especially in my younger days. It's just like, sure, whatever, all right. Um, but... You know, sometimes you got that line and you're like, no, no. Well, before we started drinking the moonshine, you know, she, she's like one of two girls that have ever come to me like, hey, like you. I'm going to do some things. I was like, ah, that's one of the few times also. I was like, nah. No, no life. No, but uh. No, thank you. So yeah, I was just kind of brushing her off all night. I let her know I was not interested and kept drinking the moonshine. And when I get drunk, I've never been mad or angry or started fights. I just get naked. It's weird. I don't get it, but it's just what happens. A lot of people are like that, though. And I've been to a lot of parties where people just end up naked. Just get naked. It's okay. Yeah, I don't hurt anybody. 
funny. <laughs> Wieners are funny. They are pretty funny. Uh, but anyway, so I just started like this dude brought this three liter jug over. He made it himself. We started drinking it, and eventually I, I kind of just like bogart the jug and start chugging it and get crazy. Next thing I know, I'm on the neighbor's roof with a razor scooter <laughs> naked, <laughs> and I, I razor off the roof and just like crash on the ground. I'm sure it hurt really bad. I was in a different universe, just drunk out of my mind. And then people tried to chase me because I think they were trying to see if I was all right. And I was like, yeah, you're not going to get me. You'll get you. <laughs> so I skated out and around the block a couple times. Like, that's some balls, man. Did those people have that. badges? <laughs> no, no, they were all the people that was at the party. Thank God. But it's weird because it's Parma. It's like Ridge Road at one point. And then when I got to the other side of the, the corner, it was Pearl Road. So it's like, and I did a couple laps. And it's like, that place is notorious for having cops all around it. Like, so. Oh, that Dave. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. And uh, so eventually I made it back to the place. And that's when the liquor really started to kick in because, you know, I was being active, breathing hard, blood pumping. Next thing I wake up. Uh, the, the buddy's house I was at, he has this garage and it had this big ass room up top. Nothing, nothing fancy or nice. It just it was a room and it had a couch up there. And I just remember like opening my eyes and seeing this girl, and then like running to the window and puking. And then like I'd wake up and like she was on top of me and I was like, oh no, no. <laughs> oh, shit, and then like dude. I opened my eyes again and I just remember being at the window vomiting. And then I open my eyes again, and she's just, like, on top of me, just having sex with me. And there's like, there was nothing I could do. Like, I just, I just, I was out again, blacked out. Then I woke up, and she was doing other things, so I puked on her. And then I just remember waking up, like, the next day. It was, uh, it was a lot of vomiting, but it's just, like, that girl knew I wanted nothing to do with her. And she just didn't give a crap. She just took all the advantage she could of me. <laughs> that, that story took a turn for the worse. Yeah, it was uh, it was pretty messed up. And the weirdest Ew. part was, it's just like, I, I remember every time I woke up, but there, I just remember also, like, I couldn't, like, like, get off or do anything. I was just like, I was just dead weight. I could just, the only energy went for me realizing what was going on for a moment, and then like, hey, you should probably get to the window and puke. Like, it was just, and I don't even know how I did that. And I don't even know how I got to the window back to the couch. And I don't even know how anybody could bang someone. I probably had puke all over me, I would imagine. But uh, it was just, there's so much messed up about that situation. But yeah, uh, oh boy. yeah, dudes, dudes could definitely get raped. It's, it's really messed up. It's really messed up. But uh, yeah, that happened. Gotta love alcohol. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good plug. Yeah, but no, I mean, I've never, I don't, I like the destination, but I don't like the ride when it comes to alcohol. Like, it tastes terrible, all of it, but I'm the not drunk is great. Like, I like the feeling. I like, I like to have, like, one or two beers anymore. I mean, I definitely used to overdrink back in the, back in the day. Yeah. Never to the point of getting raped that I can remember. <sighs> yeah, yeah, and. It's weird to say this, but, you know, when you, at least when I would used to think about what it would be like, you don't think of all the terrible stuff. You're just like a, a, a dude and just thinking about, oh, a girl banging me. Oh, it wouldn't be so bad. But it's just like, it's, it's, it's not, it's not great. It's the worst thing ever. 
And but I just remember, you know, being naive and stupid. Like, what? What's so bad with someone trying to bang you? Like, just stupid. Just. But. Uh, yeah, the way you describe it, I wouldn't want it. No. No. Uh, no. no. It's. Uh, hopefully, I was. I'm just too drunk to remember anything like that. I was grateful for all of that. Like, just like, well, I guess I'm glad I don't really remember any of it. It sucks. I wish I wouldn't have remembered even seeing her at all in any of those positions. Just wish I would have just woke up, like, what happened? And then you could tell me about it, but like, yeah, right, whatever. Get out of here. You know, I'll wash this puke off, whatever. But it's just like, you see it, it's happening. It's like, you can't stop it. All I can think about right now is, like, those uh, the, those flashes of, of Marla's singer in Fight Club. Mm, yeah. Where he doesn't know he's, like, screwing her. Yeah. It's like, I just had this weird dream that I was banging Marla's yeah. singer. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, no, you did. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, you were there. Ah, that was you. But, I, you know, I don't like doing things where I don't have control. Like, smoking weed, you're still in control. Yeah. Being on acid, you know. uh, I lose, I've lost control. control. (laughs) But your mind kind of goes in its own way. But you're still kind of, at least I, I was, you know, I enjoy it. And I can still be fine pretty much, even on large amounts of that. But, uh. But drinking, man, just even when you're not blackout drunk, you just you, you lose a lot of control, and I just I don't like it, and I don't like feeling like shit the next day for anything I do, and alcohol is just one of those things. Oh yeah, it'll do that. I mean, I've been, it it wasn't from the weed, but when I smoke too much and then I eat too much junk food, the next day I'm like, oh crap, what did I do? Yeah, if I eat like, because we used to fucking go get like pounds of candy and just oh, yeah. smash it like well, i'd go home be a sweeties man how can you not do that stuff all the time and then i just i'd wake up and i'd be like oh like i don't know like <laughs> like i was going through like sugar withdrawal or something just hmm. it i mean just smoking way too like i don't know i don't think it was the weed or the sweets i think it was the combination of the two like smoking way too much and then just having like my entire body weight in sun-kissed chews mm. or like starbursts and yeah all of that and then just waking up and like not being able to move my left arm <laughs> like uh-oh like I, I think i have diabetes diabetes you know that's weird because you know, my other buddy Sam has the same issues. He could just smash a bunch of food. And he just wakes up feeling like garbage. And you got me over here, doesn't eat any fruits, barely eats vegetables unless they're in Chinese food or whatever. <laughs> and it's just like I eat nothing but fast food and drink nothing but pop. It's just like I wake up every morning. It's like, all right, like, let's have some more pop. Let's have some Pop-Tarts. And it's just like it never, never, I mean, not yet. I'm sure yeah, one day I'm just going to fall apart and just like a... I got. I've got to the point where I have to drink a bottle of water before bed, or I wake up and my ankles are sore. <laughs> Just, oh man, yeah. And then I gotta chug another bottle of water, and then after that, I go to my coffee and I feel right again. Hmm. I blame it on being German. Built well. I I'm German too. What are you talking well, about? Well, maybe I'm just a little more German. <laughs> you got a little more of that Germans in me. Possibly. Germain. I, I'm German in like 
English and then like every other country in the in Europe. Like you got uh I can't even remember all the crap I am. I'm like Czech and uh I don't know, this is gonna be boring boring. I'm not gonna list all that stuff. I am this guy and this guy and I am this guy. Just throw a dart at the at a map of Europe. I probably got that in my blood. Interesting, interesting. Um, so I think on show four, I'm gonna do a giveaway. A giveaway, but it's gonna involve some participation on your parts if you want to be a part of it. And you gotta get involved. You gotta get involved, Slim Jim. Um, but episode three, I'll probably talk a little more about it. But it's gonna be a thing. So tell your grandma and tell everybody. <laughs> you and your pet turtle. I highly suggest your pet turtle. Oh, definitely pet turtles. Pet turtles are our number one demographic. Yeah, I mean, I've shaken so many baby turtle hands. Kissing the baby turtles? uh, Kissing the baby turtles, shaking Shaking adult turtle hands, I'm sorry. Adult turtle hands, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, you got me thinking about candy sacks. Turtle, turtle. Even even when I was, you know, in a homeless phase, you know, I got kicked out the day before Christmas Eve, whatever, and... Eventually, my car got towed that I was living out of and had to live in the woods. And even when I was in the woods, living and barely eating every couple days, I always managed to have just a candy sack just full of just bullshit goodness, especially sun-kissed gems. That had to make it a little bit better. Well, you know, well, until the candy was gone. Yeah. And then it's just like, well, I got a little bit of resin in this bowl. I can make it last <laughs> for 25 days. It was intense. That could be... We'll talk about the homeless days another day. Yeah. Maybe, maybe episode three, we're talking about the homeless we, days. Yeah, we're past our depressing segments. We've got to get into the, the fun stuff. We talked about terrible jobs and mm-hmm. crazy bosses. Mm-hmm. Can't can't go back. Can't go back now. No looking back. Forward. Oh, and I, I still haven't got to mention this. And every time I'm driving, I think about it. I have definitely some kind of weird road rage being that most of my jobs are driving and I'm on the road all the time. <laughs> Even when I'm not being a responsible driver, I'm still being very responsible. Yeah. And by that, I mean when I drive about 100 miles an hour, I don't kill people. Well, at least not yet. Or I've never even been close. But anyway, if you're in the goddamn speeding lane and the guy's behind you, get the fuck over for a second. Just for a second. Let them pass you and get back in the lane if you so choose. But if there's somebody behind you and you are in the fast lane, you are wrong. I'm that guy. You are wrong. Get out of the fast lane or at least just move. I get over. Yeah. I always get over. I'm like, I'm bad that I have to get over, but I get over. I, I just don't like, this it. guy's coming up fast. I got to get the fuck over. <laughs> What's so hard about this is like you have one fast lane. And in it, you are to be fast. And if there's somebody behind you, hey, guess what? You're not fast. And so what if you're going 70 in a 60? Yeah, you're speeding, cool. But guess what? You're not going fast enough because there's a guy behind you. So move over, be responsible, let him go in front of you and get the ticket, and get back in the lane and whatever. But man, it's just when you got people that just sit in there and then you got three cars blocking everything and you can't get by... And I'm, it's not even like I have somewhere to be. It's just just driving in general. It's just like, please, just get out of my way. Speed up or slow down and get over. 
and you can move right back when I get past you because there's no one behind me because I'll just go in about 100 and you got some time until somebody else gets here. But man, it's I just it's so aggravating and I don't like to be the guy to complain all the time, but Jesus. Traffic's awful. No, every, I mean, every aspect of it. Like I, I was, the other day I was backing out of my driveway, okay? Right. I looked down. Mm-hmm. There isn't a freaking soul on my street. Yeah. And by the time I went the three feet down my driveway, there was already some guy honking at me. He's and my street's twenty five. Oh, yeah. So and he it's a brick street. Too. He had to be going fifty miles per hour for me to just look. I just look. Nobody start backing out. Then he's there honking at me like, where did this guy come from? Like, like kids live on this street. It's not. You don't need to go that fast down a street. And and then he looks at me like it's my pro like I'm the reason that this happened. And it's like, well, no. In the time that I, you look, you look left. You go, okay, nobody's coming, right? Nobody's coming. All right, left again. Oh crap, somebody's coming. That that shouldn't happen. Like, and and oh man. And then I pulled out the other day, because that that's really difficult to get out and go go left. So I go right. And by the time I'm turning. This truck comes barreling down, and he's he's right on my ass, and we ended up at the same red light. I look at him, I'm like, you, you moron, and then he's like, and then <laughs> he had to have read my lips because that pissed him off. He was like, but it's like, dude, had you been going the speed limit, I, I wouldn't have pulled out in front of you had you been going a normal like not we're not on the highway so if you're on the highway i understand you go 80 you go 100 you go as fast as you can go on the highway there's no it's nothing but cars but when you're in like residential zones you don't want to be driving like a freaking maniac well your street's a brick street too and it's it's just stupid for, like that's your car you're fucking it up by going that fast down one of those kinds of it was obnoxious like i literally look right and pull out and in that amount of time from nobody on my street there's a dude honking at me like hey man you're getting you're in my way it's like oh my god everywhere it's just people are getting out of hand especially when they drive a car yeah tailgating just i i only do that when i'm in the fast lane these fuckers are right in front of me not doing anything i always get out of the way i I make sure that doesn't happen but when i'm in a residential zone i'm not and i'm getting if somebody feels like they're too close to me like i'm just like here's here's my thing like i drive fast pretty much everywhere but if i see people outside like in their yards and you know i'm approaching them wherever i am i will slow down because i'm not that asshole that's gonna hit some little kid or something because i want to get a mcdonald's cheeseburger right away or something it just no matter what if i see people outside i will slow down i will give that much respect but i do you know drive fastest things but i'm not gonna ruin my car either i'm not gonna drive like 40 down a brick road there's no need it's just insane yeah i know i mean the brick road the the mad traffic on ridge that's just not the place to be doing it i mean brick roads look cool but when i was living over there and i was even doing jogging just down the street it's like i almost twisted my ankle like 25 different times like they look great but it's like just cover just cover these streets up just 
I know, and it's not even like the whole street either. It's because ha- the one city was like, we're getting rid of this brick. They were taking care of this. And then the other city was like, yeah, we're not doing that. We just don't have the money, but we're going to put in a Starbucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another thing that pissed me off over there. Try to get a rec center pass. They're like, sorry, if you live directly across the street from where you are right now, you'd be able to come in. But because that line is right oh, there. Oh, that's so stupid. It's like, but look, it's, it's on our street still. It's like literally 15 steps from the front door, if that. You're going to tell me I don't qualify because and of if, that. And if I call the police, you're going to send somebody from two more miles away than if, <laughs> if I lived across the street. Hey, yeah, somebody's trying to kill me. Okay, we gotta we gotta redirect this call to District Two now. It's like, um, no, but I'm talking to you, and somebody's got a gun to my head. Yeah, you're like you're like three streets away. What are you talking about? Three streets away. But then it's like, yeah, uh, but then when it comes to like stuff, like getting a work, uh, getting a a permit to work on your house. Nobody wants to give you one. It's like, no, that's that's Parma. It's like, no, it isn't. It's old Brooklyn. Uh, no, I think that's actually Brooklyn. And you, you caught, got a call like 50 places. My neighbor was like, yeah, don't even bother getting a work permit. Just do it. Yeah, that's how you get fucked. You just don't just do the right thing. Fuck what that guy says. Like, oh, you missed your work permit knowledge man now. You know everything about work permits and what they'll do and won't do. What if I'm that 1% where they just drive by and do it? Well, this guy told me. We don't care. We don't care. We don't yeah, care. no. I mean, I did the work anyway, but and it was fine. Well, but for uh, now. For now, Can yeah. they come back to your house and be like, hey, uh, we noticed that this wasn't like this before from Google Maps. Uh, you want to explain this? Where's your permit? They probably can, but they don't even know who, what part of the city we're in to send anybody. So. And on that note... I don't know why this came into my mind. Like, when it comes to throwing garbage away and certain recyclables, we go, we'll find you if you do this and that. It's like, how do you even know? How do you know if I did this thing <laughs> yeah. with my garbage can or put this in my garbage and put it in? I just imagine, like, the, the garbage trucks have little cameras on them. And they scan the little numbers, and then they watch the the refuse you know how refuge many go into the. Would have to watch I like I don't know, man. It, it that's I I wanted to protest that so bad. How are they gonna know if I throw these batteries in here or not? And there's like, there's no way. Every street has like so many houses. Just to watch just even one street, one pass of a street would just be. It's a boring job, but somebody's got to do it. Universe. Those are the people that work in those buildings with the nets built on the outside. So when you try to jump out, they catch you and they bring you back in and put you <laughs> at your desk. They're like, watch this garbage video all day. Here's your McDonald's. It's either this. <laughs> it's either this or HR for you. Oh, yeah. Well, you got to talk to the HR lady. You don't want to do that. She's. <laughs> the weird part about that was she came from a different company. No one's ever seen this person. It was funny because one of the first, when we acquired this other company and they merged with us, uh, she sent out one of her awesome texts like, hey guys, you work on Monday, we'll see you Monday, be there Monday, and I can't wait to see all you guys, my name is this, and uh, I'll be there to say hello to you Monday staff, 
It's like, okay, who the fuck is this bitch? And it's like, all right, well, let's see you on Monday. And I get there Monday. Nobody. You think they'd be just like, hi, I'm this guy. I'm the one texting you. Yeah, but you get there. It's like, okay, so. Where's the lady? Has anybody seen this bitch yet? Does anybody know where she is? Like, no one's seen her. She and works. It's like, it's all, you, all you know of this lady is her texts. She works from home. <laughs> That'd be great. How do I get me one of those jobs? I mean, they're all over the place now. I don't even know. Dude, I look on Indeed left and right for these, like, work-at-home jobs and just nothing great. Just sales, sales, sales. I just want to be the guy that's just like, no. And yes, that's all I gotta do. Just for just bunch of people all day, that'd be great. Have you tried unplugging it and plugging it back in again? Yeah, <laughs> <Have you> tried <laughs> plugging it back in again. Oh, the, the IT crowd—that show's so good. Yeah, that's. I what. wish that would have never stopped. I watched that too. Like I've watched that like three times. I was gonna now. say yeah, I've watched that several times through already. So many times. Once I get to season five, episode one, I get so d- disappointed because it's like, where's the rest of it? Mm-hmm. There's one episode in season five. Yeah. And it's such a good show. It's frustrating because it, it's that good and it's just it gives you that wholesome feeling. And just, I don't know, and the the dynamic between the characters was so good. Yeah. And my, I love accents. It's just calling just to hear anyway. So it's like, that was just a bonus. Especially Moss's accent. <laughs> yes. And the dinner party is my favorite episode. I wish. That's one hairstyle, you know, besides facial hair at all, that I always wanted was like a fro. A fro? But yeah. I had like the thinnest white people hair you could imagine. And just, there's nothing. Even like the yep. closest I could get would be That's a terrible I got. perm. That's what I got under the hat here. A terrible perm. <laughs> I thought about it. I said, maybe I will get a perm with my mom the one day. They smell terrible, but maybe it'll work. <laughs> nah, I just I couldn't go through with it. Now, it's just like, there's, there's no way in hell that I'll even let my hair get close to long enough to try it. Unless you told me, hey, by the way, when you get this old, it just curls like that, so just grow it. Then I would do it. I would grow a fro immediately. I'm jealous of all you that have fros or that have ever had a fro because they're just so cool. They want thin hair like us, though. They're like, this fro is ridiculous. Yeah, it's so messed up, man. I wish love I had... Your, love your curls, people. I wish I had thin hair that was just not there. Like, I love long, <laughs> straight, you know, black hair on a woman. I also love curly, just bouncing. Just I love it all, but man, just to have it from myself, though, God, so I like, cool. Yeah, I like long, long hair. See, yeah. I always just wanted to walk around school with Down to her in thighs. my hair. It's like anything, like put my lunch money in there. It's like, I don't need pockets. I got my head. I've always hated my hair. Uh, it's the one thing I look in the mirror and I'm just like, no. See, I love dyeing it, Terrible. bleaching it. I bleach my eyebrows and put green lines in it. I bleach my pubes sometimes and color those just because. I love messing with all that stuff. But, I mean, uh, yeah, but I don't have the hair to do that. Well, yeah, I mean, anymore. We're getting old, man. About to be 39 on the 14th here. Woo. Old, old. I mean, I still can't even get facial hair, just like pubes on my face. It's a bag of dick. Yeah, I finally started being able to do that around 30. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I started like balding when I was 21, so I was like, hey, when is this going to happen? <laughs> when is this going to happen? Some people have this at like 12. And my nephew might have like a full facial hair when he's 10. Like, they're out buying beer at 12 years old. Yeah, it's not fair. It's like, I couldn't even buy porno at 25. I had to show ID <laughs> still. Like, it's like, what do you mean you don't trust me? Look at me. 
Like, sir, I don't see any facial hair. It's as smooth as a baby's bottom on your face. Young man, we're going to have to ask you to leave. (laughs) Is your mom out in the car, sir? Ah. Yeah, it's frustrating. Uh, You know, that's that's the rite of passage of being a man. You get that thick facial hair just like messes every girl up that you make out with and her face is all scraped up after making out man gonna go cut down a tree and smoke a cigar man gonna eat some spaghetti and have some left in my beard for later like man (sighs) none of that happened just like pubes (laughs) (laughs) food just rolls through it and falls through it onto the ground not a man <laughs> Smoke a cigar Just looks like a dick in my mouth Not a man Not a man <laughs> Or maybe Too much of a man <laughs> I don't know It's just not fair Yeah life's Life's like that Yeah It's an adventure Either way though Life is a highway I wrote pubes All over my face <laughs> <laughs> So that's the thing. Man, that pizza got here right in time. Yeah, I want to keep doing, or I want to do the show earlier in the day, but the way it turns out, and Friday's kind of like the only time I get my friends together and jam because we all work stupid adult schedules. Stupid adult. I feel like this show is never going to be early in the morning because I just can't wake up that early, especially it's like one of the few days I can sleep in. So it's like I take full advantage of that. So this might just be the late night in the house show. In the house. Late nights. And if you don't know what in the house is, maybe next time on episode three, I mean, you you go to the YouTube channel I have, B Dash and find it on there. Um, but I'll try to put it on the next next time we stream so you guys can see it. But I think that's what we'll start calling the show. In it's the a classic. House. It's a classic. And the house. story behind it is uh, just as good. <laughs> Yeah, yes, man. it is. Oh, that's a great story. I mean, it's in the description <laughs> of the actual video, but uh, if you don't want to take the time to watch it and just wait till we play it on here, like that's fine. What great inspiration that was. Yeah, oh, I got so much to talk about at that house, man. So much to bring up and talk about. It'll be a good time. But uh, let's see how long we've been doing this. An hour and three minutes. That's not bad. It's not bad for a couple of Joe Schmoes. It doesn't feel like... Last last week felt so much longer. I swear we were doing this for three hours last week at the hour and a half mark. But I was I was feeling kind of sluggish, too, in the show's defense. Hey, Today... Man, we ate a bunch of wings and saw a movie. And oh, it was, dude. You know, it's relaxed time, usually. That was a good time. Friday, yeah. It was good and interesting, for sure. <laughs> but, yeah. Now, this week, it's just breezing by. Man, I need to get some of my, my other dudes up on this show. I wonder if uh, Jackass downstairs wouldn't be passed out in his pizza. If he'd, he'd come up here, it'd be a good time. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, a lot of good back and forth with that guy. He would hopefully make the show more interesting. I mean, I know it would be. It's just getting him to actually do it and be part of it. And I know, and, uh, and Sam, where's Sam at? Uh, I don't know. He's, he was excited about that too. I thought he's uh he's going through some stuff with his cats. Uh, oh. One of his cats had this sore, so it had to wear a onesie for a while, and he thought it was good and passed it. Like the cat wouldn't fuck with it anymore. But then, like the, the time he took it off, the cat just licked its sore again. 
So he put the one thing huh. back on, and then the other cat just had like a growth, so they had to get it like cut off and removed and got some dental work. So that cat has to wear a onesie, and I guess he got back from work today to find that the cat that licked itself raw again had stretched or pulled the onesie down, but to the bottom half where his legs were and couldn't get it past his legs and tail. It was almost like it was too tight. He said he almost had to like cut it off, but like he was afraid because it was so tight. So who knows if the cat was even like walking around for hours or not, just only using its front two legs, but uh. But yeah, his wife is out doing some stuff or working or something, so he kind of has to like babysit these cats now. So I'm pretty sure that's why he wasn't able to make it today. But I that sounds you. equally adorable yeah. as it sounds upsetting. Like, <laughs> yeah. well, I mean, it sucks because you know your cats are in pain and they're hurting themselves and they don't know they're doing it and they don't know it's bad. But it is adorable seeing those cats in onesies. Okay. <laughs> it's cats pretty funny. Ones. I mean, I myself have about seven, eight, nine onesies, you know, but... Yeah, the onesies are great. Cats don't wear clothes. They're not people. <laughs> they want to be people. I have a cat onesie. That's, yeah? That's one of my favorites. It's the warmest one. I think my favorite is the Grinch because it has pockets. I That's definitely in my top three, the pocket one. Yeah, all those other onesies, they fucked up because those pockets are so vital. I know. I just want to find somebody who can sew pockets into my onesies. I mean, I know. Uh, spend, Shannon. Shannon could probably do that stuff for Spend you. the rest. Uh, Shannon? Well, I mean, maybe not for you, but <laughs> if I asked her, if I'm like, hey, these are my onesies, can you maybe uh, put some pockets in them? Yeah, I screwed up with Shannon. But, I mean, how am I supposed to go to Walmart? And just have my phone and my wallet in my hand. No, it's like I want them in my pockets. And you put it, I put it in the hood. That's just, actually not a bad idea, but then you bump into a guy for all you know. Like, he probably just stole your wallet and stuff. Yeah, I've been there in Tijuana. But yeah, I go, to, I go to Walmart. I go anywhere in one season. I go out to eat in one season. I don't care. My motto is I want to be, you know, you get one life. And I try to live it exactly how I want, do what I want, when I want. And one of the main things... I enjoy about living this way is that I choose to be comfortable everywhere I go, and I don't care what people think. Like, I don't care what I look like when I go out. As long as I'm comfortable, like, fuck all you and your opinions. Everybody's got them. None yeah. of them mean anything. But I'm comfortable and feeling great loving life, so you can go on hating and wasting that energy, but, dude, onesies is one of the best things ever made, especially in the cold. Like, you get home from work, take a shower, just put one of those on, you just, you're good. You're good to oh, go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You need to run outside for something, don't need to put a hoodie on. You're good to go. Just run out, go in the snow really quick, Got the onesie. Come back in. Just so nice. Yeah, I don't go out in public too much with them. I mean, I'll go out in, front, <laughs> in the front of the house, but... And they just get the mail? Yeah, they get the mail or get something out of the car, but I don't really oh. go out with them. I feel more comfortable in clothes in public. I mean, yeah, I mean it's up clothes. It, I'm just looking like yeah. a man baby. Yeah, no. That, <laughs> I and I don't care what other people think, but I just don't feel comfortable no. with it. I feel like I'm in my my birthday suit out in public. I don't know. I don't care about being naked, bro. We've all seen penises and breastuses. Sure, and, no, I fully understand that. And but. you're not actually naked, you know. So no, I get it. I get it. I'm just comparing the two. It's mm -hmm. like when I'm out in public, uh, and I'm in a 
I, 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 I probably, I think I have actually worn them out in public, to be honest. See, I think I feel like you do about onesies when I don't have my phone on me. Like, I feel very just vulnerable and like if anything happens what do I do it's like we forget that we lived in a time and age where it's like if you want to call someone you go to a pay phone or you go home maybe into a business if you're lucky and they let you use their phone but it's just like anymore you go out without your phone it's like oh but what if I get to crash or what if someone robs me or what if what if what if it's like I mean, none I of think, those things are going to happen I think <laughs> if somebody no they aren't but if somebody robbed you I think that your phone's the first thing they're going to take yeah, but... Give me the phone. No, no, no. Give me the phone. <laughs> anymore, you know, it's just like if it's locked and you can't get into it, you know, you call your company from another phone or whatever and just like, boom, hit a button and it's never working again. Or they could track it and find these people and boom. You, but it's like, I just feel so vulnerable without my phone these days and it's such a weird thing. No, it's true. I, I feel the same way. I, I don't feel the same way <laughs> without my phone as I do with a onesie in public. <laughs> I just, I'm trying to think of a time that I've done it. I know I have gone out with it to like Walmart or something and just, I don't know. It it, it didn't feel terrible, but it wasn't like, I just, I I prefer wearing sweat sweatpants and, and a baseball tee. Like, I love my baseball tees. It's just funny, my dad, we were going out to eat. And I was trying to get my sister in on it because my dad, he knows I wear onesies. And I, I, on my last birthday, <laughs> I made my sister wear a matching onesie with me. I have pictures online of this, I'm pretty sure. But we get to his house. He's like, you're just a jackass. And put some clothes on. We're going out to eat for your birthday. And I made sure I had no clothes on underneath that. And I'm like, what do you want me to wear? I ain't got nothing, just this onesie. And he just he just despised it, hated it. We stayed in. It was hilarious. <laughs> but it's like we're going to meet my dad and his wife to eat some food. And I, I took my sister with me, and I, I had my onesie in the car. And I was like, look, you need to go into the restaurant and tell them I'll be right there. Tell them I'm on a phone call or something. <laughs> and I'm going to put this onesie on and just walk in and just sit down with you guys. And then just get forced <laughs> to be with me in public in this onesie. <laughs> But then, you know, I was alone. My sister was inside. I was just laughing hysterically, getting ready to do this. I was like, God damn it. Ah, I just can't go through with it. I just started feeling all bad and just guilty and just like, yeah, I shouldn't do this. But you better believe I'm doing that next time. <laughs> I was in there just regretting not doing it the whole time. It was the perfect setup. I and mean, we couldn't escape. It would have been perfect. Like, I think his back was messed up. So he like would rather probably still sit down and eat than just leave at that moment. So it's like, ah. You should have done it like halfway through the meal. It, no, it's because I kind of told him about it. I was like, oh, you lucky SOB. I had my Grinch onesie in the car, I had my shoes off. I was just putting it on, and then I started feeling bad because I didn't want you to be embarrassed next time. <laughs> It'll be good. It'll be good. And I'll walk in, I'll make a big spectacle too. Like, look at me! Hey, Hey, I'm coming! I'm <laughs> It'll be good. I look, I look forward to that day. And guess what? My birthday is right around the corner. I can just see. I'll know if you watch the show or not, Dad. From this segment right here. I can just see Gary blushing <laughs> as we speak. Just see it, just uh, oh, bright yeah. red. He's very old fashioned, and <laughs> oh yeah, oh yeah, that would be great. Like my aunt, I love her to death. She would love all that. She'd sit there and just laugh at us. Gary. 
But uh, it'll be a good time. Maybe I will do it on my birthday. I think we might be going to Red Lobster or something like that. We usually do it for my birthday every year. But uh, It'll be the, your gift to yourself. But it'd be great, too, if I could get my other sister to wear onesie as well. Another, just the same matching one like we did last year. And see, I'm one of those guys. It's like, I'll go all out. It's like, your birthday is your day. It's your special day. You get one yeah. a year. So if you have some crazy requests, like, I'll do it. Like, you want to do this? Or, like, you want me to wear a dress and go out? Fine, I'll do it. It's your birthday. Whatever. <laughs> you know, you want to do whatever. Cool, it's your birthday. Let's do it. But it's like, only that day will I just, like, give my all. So it's like, I, I feel the same way back. It's just like, hey, it's my birthday, Lauren. you got to wear a onesie and go out to eat with me. It's my birthday. It's happening. We're doing it. Lauren, I don't know if you watched from this segment right here. Uh, Why not Kristen and Lauren? Well, there's a weird dynamic with the whole family, and they split up a long time ago, and... You know, there's been, even me with my dad, I had some shit I had to work out, and eventually we got back together, and, you know, I'm part of his life again, but, you know, we all had to kind of work our way back through our bullshit and apologize to each other and whatever, and she just has not gotten to that yet with, with all that, so, oh, okay. unfortunately, that can't well. be a thing. As much as I'd like to, because it's like, look, you got one's family, whether you like it or not, and... You know, my my parents are getting older. They don't have much time left. So it's like, do you really... It's like, just forget it. Everything that happens in the past, it really doesn't matter. It's not relevant anymore. It's just like, let's just all hang out and see each other before time's up. And we all have regrets except you because now you're dead. <laughs> yeah, right. No, I, I mean, I was having similar issues. My, I didn't talk to my dad for a while there. Yeah. And... Yeah, it got to a point where it was like, uh-oh, uh, my dad might die, so I better go just talk to him. I didn't have to apologize or anything. I just kind of walked in and it was like, oh, you know, me and my dad are very close. So it was like, it was just like, right, we didn't skip a beat. It, it was like it never happened. And, you know, I'm actually really glad that I did go because I've had some really good times with my pops. Sure. Go see him every week and now. <laughs> Except for this coming weekend, they they were not doing the dinner this weekend, but. But yeah, I mean, most of the, most of the things that were issues back then really these days don't hold up, and it's just it's just like, what are you really holding on to that's that bad? And even even if you don't want a part of your life, like even just seeing these people for a little bit and then going your separate ways, going home or whatever, it's like, I mean, this holding on to that shit really isn't worth it. But no. it's hard to understand, you know, when you're in it and feeling it and just. But ultimately, man, you got one life, people, and you you got you got your parents and whatever yeah. beefs you may have with them. Like I, I promise you, it's not worth hating on them for whatever. Just you gotta forgive and forget. Yeah, just forgive them and try to make things better and learn from your mistakes and kind of just move on and just enjoy each other's company because you will, whether even if you're mad at them, you will miss something of it and you'll have some sort of regrets. You never know you when it's going to end. Yeah, you never know. So you just got to... I, I haven't had regrets until recently in my life. Uh, my grandma on my dad's side had died. And I haven't talked to my grandma on my mom's side because back when I was homeless, um, me and my friend went to her house. It was Christmas time and hadn't eaten for days. And me and my friend got there and we scarfed down so much food so quick. 
And then we kind of passed out because we, you know, we don't really sleep. We're living in the woods. We sleep when we can and when we have the opportunity. And as I was just, like, passing out on the couch in front of my whole family, she's just like, oh, look at them. They're probably on drugs and heroin and blah, 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 which we weren't. We were just on no sleep and haven't eaten forever. And we finally got to eat, and we're in a warm place that's not snowing on us or wet, and we just pass out. So I, I hated her for that. Like, I, I left and flipped out in front of her, and I just, I just hated her. And when I was at my grandma's funeral on my dad's side, someone put their hand on my shoulder, and I turned around, and it was her. And she looked at me, and she's like, you know, I don't know what I did, you know, to make you like this towards me, but I am so sorry. And she gave me a hug, and I didn't know what to do, and I kind of, like, backed away, and I didn't say anything, just turned around and walked away. And a couple days later, you know, I've been reflecting on it, because it kind of messed me up in my head, and I was just really thinking about it, like, what? You know, I was homeless, she didn't know what was going on, and just, yeah. we were all in different places, and I I was going to call her up, and, you know, I hadn't talked to her for years, and it just, I was so negative towards her for years, and I was going to call her up, and I found out she had died, and that shit haunts me to this day that I couldn't just, like, apologize and, you know, have her in my life, because she was a great-grandma up until, you know, that moment happened, I thought, and made it a big thing, and ultimately, it just... It was just a misunderstanding, and, you yeah. know, it could have been avoided, and, you know, she could have been part of my life or, you know, whatever, but I... Let that be a lesson to you guys. It's, it's just a huge regret, and you don't know how much that stuff really will fuck with you until that shit happens, and you you don't you don't want to live with stuff like that, man, because you can't go back. It's, it's like those video games where you get three lives to beat the whole game, or else it's just done. That's it. <laughs> and, but this there's no start over. There's no reset. Yeah, yeah. there's no start over. So now, I, and talking about that with you was really like it. It made a huge impact on me when I like made made amends with my father, and was you know I saw him in that hospital bed, and I was like, man, I don't even. I don't even know what the last like two years was about. Like. Right. We were talking about Bernie Sanders or some crap, and it was like, why did I just miss two years of my dad's life for some stupid crap like that? Yeah. Well, I'm glad you got to reach out to him and work it out, man. And <clears throat> glad you don't have to wonder about that, what could have been, and just, yeah, just, just enjoy what time you can with people while you can. You know, the bullshit's just never worth, never worth the fights. Absolutely. Uh, you know, I just... Ugh, regrets are a motherfucker. Stay away from them at all costs. No matter what, think you might be able to get through, and just it, that shit will haunt you. And just at the weirdest times, will bring up just you know. I smell. I was at the hospital. My grandma was a nurse, and they had the soap that my grandma used when I washed my hands. It just, just made me think of all that again. It's like, fuck. I am such a piece of shit. <laughs> ah, you, you're being hard on yourself yeah, I know, but at the same it time, happens when i break it down in my head it's like it was over it's i'm sure yeah there were more good times than sure. bad times oh, there so like yeah when my parents you know told us the news that they were splitting up I ran out my window and ran to her house and she was there for me i mean she was a great grandma and it was just stupid it just just not worth it yeah. And, and the aftermath is even more not worth it. And I don't wish that kind of shit on anybody except two people. <laughs> <laughs> two people in this universe just, that I just can't let go of some of that hate. But it's well-deserved, I promise. 
I, I think I know one of the people you're talking about. I think you might know 24-7. <laughs> and uh, there's this other dude that had dreads. Oh yeah, no, I know. I, I, I never mentioned. I never met that guy, but I fully understand that. Yeah, that dude, guy can go I to hell. I seen that dude and his neo-Nazi friends because I unfortunately was living with this person. I've never seen someone get jumped before. I've never been in a fight. Yeah, I just. But when I peered out of my kitchen window when I heard a scuffle and looked down, because this this kitchen was higher up than than the regular level ground, I'm looking down. And this dude is getting his head kicked, and it's bouncing off the concrete blocks of, you know, what would be the lower floor and basement. And as soon as it came off, someone else would kick this kid into it. And, like, I almost started crying, like, seeing this kid just get jumped. And, uh, like, he came in the house, and I didn't know that a head could really look like that without special effects. But he had, like, bumps and things just all over. And I just wanted to, like hurt all these people that jumped this kid and he just walked through the house and going, I don't even know what I did. Just like out of his mind, doesn't even know what's happening. <laughs> and like then I see this guy like, oh this guy's fighting and it, you just see all his neo-Nazi friends and him just like leave. There's like 15 of them. They get in the car, they leave, they go to a mall and just like jump this dude and then they follow him to his house and run his like just did terrible shit. So I was trying to move out to one day and this dude, at, you know, I paid him rent and everything. He pulls out a shotgun, like, what are you doing with your stuff? I'm like, I'm moving out. He's like, you ain't taking anything. And it's like, normally people threaten you, and he's like, whatever, dude, what are you going to do? But after seeing this dude and his friends, just like, fuck these people up. He's like, I wouldn't doubt that maybe not him, but his friends would really, like, I don't know, do something. So, like, he has my baby blanket and all sorts of things and just... Yeah, I got... I what a hand. strange thing to hold somebody at gunpoint for. Yeah. You're, like you're leaving you that baby blanket here. No, you owe me more rent. It's like, for what? For leaving? Like, go fuck yourself. Like, but yeah, so that guy, he's got a special place in my heart of darkness. My darkness. Yeah, I mean, and that's like... That's one of the most cowardly things you can do is, is gang up on somebody. Well, when I was working at the, the haunted houses... I noticed that one of his friends that was at that house when they jumped that dude was working at the fairgrounds and he saw me and I knew that's when this other person was just like, hey, I'll give you 50 bucks anyone that beats this dude, blah, 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 catches him, whatever. <clears throat> and I see this dude rolling by. So, you know, I'm working at the haunted house trying to do my job. It's like looking over my shoulder now. It's just like, Ugh. it's like I didn't even do anything. I'm just trying to get away from your crazy ass and just, Ugh. Yeah. yeah. So that guy. Fuck you. <laughs> I've never met him, but I'm right there with you from yeah. what I hear. Yeah. That's... People are just, they don't need to be on the planet, honestly. Just, I don't know. I don't know how you could do that to people like that. It's just, I like I said, I didn't know anything could happen like that to a person's face outside of a cartoon. It was so crazy. It takes all kinds, man. But I wouldn't mind hitting that dude. Allegedly with a car. Allegedly hit that dude with a car. Allegedly. <laughs> evil. I'm not an evil guy. I'm not. And usually I let 100% of things go. But, man, the thoughts and terribleness I've had towards that dude. I didn't know I was capable of I have thoughts. heard many times. This. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and my close friends know my plan. <laughs> But I'm not evil enough to do anything about it. So. Yeah, I mean, it's one thing to say you'll do it, but I don't know. 
I don't know. If you ever saw that guy again, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put it past you to do it because oh, yeah. that's just. Uh, it. I oddly enough saw him when I was at George's Kitchen. I was sitting down eating with my sister, and he walked in with his buddies, and we made eye contact. And I just grabbed my knife just in case because, like, I know what this dude's capable of. I like a steak knife? Oh, just the, the knife. A butter knife? On my table. It was a butter knife. But yeah, I grabbed <laughs> it up. Grabbed it up. Just like, you know, he's with some of his friends, and a lot of them have guns and stuff. And just like, I'm here with my sister. Like, uh oh. And I don't want to freak her out. But I was like, Lauren, just in case you might have, when I say get down, you might have to get down. Like, I don't know. But luckily, he just went to his table, and he just kept eyeing me. Like, you'd see him lean over and eyeing me, and I'm just sitting here like, just don't do stuff with my sister here. Like, because uh, I will really, it'll, it's already personal, but that'll just, that's next level. I'll turn Super Saiyan on you, and it'll be bad. That guy's a creep. <sighs> Can't believe that. <laughs> well, I, 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 how do you just, like... I don't know, man. You just keep somebody else's shit. And from what you you told me, it's not like it's like sentimental stuff, not even oh, yeah. like like a lot super of my valuable stuff. In my bed, all my dressers. Like, and this is the dressers I grew up with as a kid that I just kind of had from move after move after move. <clears throat> he let people like fuck on my couches, and I wouldn't know about it. I come home and sit down and feel something, and I pull it off from the cushion. It was just like a used condom. Like, oh, uh, and I'd ask him about it again. Other people fuck on your couch. And I was like, hey, thanks, man, asshole. And then like, there's this other dude. This guy had this crazy jar, and he was like pulling some weed out of it. And I was like, hey, man, I have that same jar. He's like, no, man, this is your jar. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, Brett, let me borrow it last week. I was like, yeah, I was wondering where the fuck that was. What do you mean he let you borrow it? Yeah, you didn't ask me about it. Oh, man, I might have said his name, didn't I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, allegedly, that person. Fuck. Too bad he's alive and I don't have one of those delays and a button. It looks like I'm going to have to look into that. Yeah, that might be a good a good idea. Oh, boy. Yeah, you just get caught up in these stories sometimes and... Oh, whoops! Slip and slide happens out your face hole. Yeah, you. Uh, well, maybe we don't have a lot of people watching these yet. Yeah, no, it's, we'll be, be fine. Right. We'll be fine. Yeah. It's not like he's your Facebook friend or. Oh, definitely not. Following you. Might be friends with people that are friends with him still, which blows my mind that he even has friends. Yeah, he sounds like a real piece of work, man. Dude, the house we were living in, apparently, everybody eventually moved out, and it was just him, and he wasn't paying the bills, so he didn't have running water, he didn't have electricity, and he's still shitting and pissing in there, and just, so I heard the house eventually got condemned, <laughs> like, so I think they might have taken him to court or tried to, whatever, got him out of there, but the house is just, and the one person that I know that was friends with him said that one one time he got in the car and he was just smelling so bad, like gag worthy. And then like he gets out, whatever. She said that that smell was in her car for weeks. It's like an episode of Seinfeld. Like weeks. <laughs> I was like, man, that's. Uh, she's like, yeah, not air fresheners just made it worse. It was just like cherry, disgusting smell. <laughs> like, yeah, that's really bad when a person can sit in your. And she's like, yeah, it was like a twenty minute drive. And then, oh. like a, and then after he hung out for a while, and then I was like, well, didn't I get on your couch and all that stuff? So she's like, I made him shower in my house, and made him wear some clothes in mine while he was there, and then I made him put his shit back on before he went home. Yeah. So, yeah. 
That's gross. Why do you talk that? To that would be one of the smells that I could smell. Oh, probably. Yeah, that, oh, I hate my nose. <laughs> yeah, such a weird nasal you got going on. Like, uh, oh boy. Like, here, smell this sea breeze candle. No. Here, smell this fucking smell asshole. 40 day old non washed cock and balls. Oh, that, that uh, have been washed and worn 40 times yeah, in a row. Yeah, I can smell it. Oh, God. With his boxer briefs, he's been wearing the same amount of time with dried up semen in it. It's <laughs> 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 uh, terrible. All right. Well, I'm out of pop, and I think that'll be it for today. Yeah, I could use we'll it. It's, it's been about an hour and a half, so we did our due diligence of hopefully entertaining you for a little bit. Hopefully you enjoyed <laughs> our shenanigans. But yes, as always, you can always comment, join in on our conversation, reach out. We um, would appreciate that. Going to try to do a giveaway the fourth episode. Uh, you're going to have to get involved, but we'll talk about that on episode three. Episode three. And uh, still be in this house at that point, but uh, countdown for May move out. Attack of the Clones. But I uh, just want to say you guys have a good night, and thanks for tuning in. If you did, if not, whatever. And we'll see you next time. Peace. We'll see you on the flip side.